Get him one of those like deck chairs for puppies. Neat! Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello! And Caitlin. Hi! This week we're continuing our watch of The Wheel of Time Season 2 with Episode 4. We're halfway. So this episode will contain spoilers through Season 2, Episode 4 of Prime Video's television adaptation of Wheel of Time. If you want to hear hear that, if you want to hear our coverage of season one, you need to go back to the very beginning of the podcast episodes one through four. Um, Amber warning for book spoilers. Last episode, I was like, "Oh, we never talk about the books, but we might," and then we did last episode, so we just might refer to how some events might be the same or different in a vague way. Um, and yes. Yay. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So Caitlin's still about two thirds through the shadow rising. Helen's a never reader, <laughs> and I'm fully spoiled. If you want to hear my full spoiler thoughts about this season of the TV show, head over to uh, Behind the Timeline podcast. I did. Uh, I was a guest on the Dark Friend Social with Lindsay, and it was really fun. So that was September October of 2023, and it was very fun. Okay, so. Season two, episode four. She's a witch. Yes, <laughs> finally. Caitlin's be like, <laughs> what book is she introduced in? Book two. Book two. Okay, so from the point she was introduced, and I announced to you She's when you were reading it to me that <laughs> she is a witch, and like I, I clamped onto that character and I was like heck yes, she's a witch. She's mm. gonna be evil. It's gonna be great. They haven't worked it out yet. She's a witch. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone who read book two of The Wheel of Time, The Great Hunt, and was like, this Celine chick is not sus at all. Everyone yeah, was yeah, like. Yeah, she's super sus from the beginning. Yeah, she's super sus. Um, what did you think of her, Helen, of Celine? Just kind of there, being creepy and like a creepy lady who's into the young guy. I don't really care where this goes, but I didn't think much of it. <laughs> like, oh, she's probably just going to be one of the background characters that's being no. creepy and then yeah. it's, things explode and she either leaves in an angry kind of whatever or becomes even more creepy. But, oh, no, and then she, oh, they can't just be background characters. They have to be part of the plot. Yeah. That's what oh, yeah. you said Because there's like seven billion characters in the series. So. <laughs> wow. um, so I know you're really excited to talk about Celine slash Lanfear, Caitlin, but let's <laughs> begin. Let's talk about the sort of the tower plot and everyone else first, and then we'll like circle back and finish on the good stuff. Yeah, the boring bit first. <laughs> get that out of the way. Yeah, because it's so boring. <laughs> um, so, but we do have, so the cold open is Shamia releasing Lanfear, and it's kind of creepy and delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. What did you think of it, Helen, as you were going through? Were you like, what's going on here? There's like fancy rocks. Did you notice the fancy rocks? Did you care about the fancy rocks? Uh, (laughs) And I looked at it, it was like, oh, when he's in that middle, like, what is it called? Crossroad type looking place. I was like, is that like a kanji? Is that supposed to be a word when you zoom out and look up at it? And then he looked oh. up. Are we gonna are we gonna get a zoom out reveal into the title card? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it meant to be like it's naturally formed into this shape and that's a code. 
it's a words there, they're special. But then he looked up and there was a thing above him. It's like, oh, this is when he breaks out other people because that's his thing that he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's setting them free. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it's kind of gross, this like bloody woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Birthed yes. a demon or something. Yeah, birthed a demon. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's <laughs> that's exactly how a demon summoning would go in all those creepy, you know, spooky yep. movies. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's pretty yep. much. Yeah, pretty much. It's a demon summoning. summoning. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, so let's talk about the tower plots. So Nynaeve isn't accepted now and it's she's kind of awkward. She's having traumas. Yeah, it's very sad. She's in this, like, big room now. She's got new chambers to live in. She's got, like, a double bed instead of a little tiny little one. It's a big, big room. Yeah. Her sleeves have rainbow on them. Yeah. And she's got her ring, which she almost forgets to put on. Um, And Egwene comes in and says all the wrong things. Yeah. Egwene, you fool. (laughs) Yeah. But in her defence, it seems... Yeah, she doesn't know. It seems Nynaeve hasn't shared, so... Egwene says exactly the wrong thing, which it wasn't real, but it was real to Nynaeve. Mm. And that's what she's actually struggling with, is that it wasn't real. Um, mm. That's not a reassuring thing for, for poor Egwene to say. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so their relationship is a bit troubled, I guess. Yep. Yeah. And then I love this. So, uh, what's her name? Nynaeve goes for a wander through the tower and there's novices that are like bowing to her, and Nynaeve is just—it's she just looks really awkward. Looks like she feels like this is just really awkward she's, and weird. She feels uncomfortable with it. Yeah, all. it's very uncomfortable. And then she, so she goes to the water practice yards to go see her friends, and the friends aren't there. Friends aren't there, but <laughs> so there sad. is a sexy hotman, yeah, water who's- trainee, who's like, oh my goodness. Are you naive? And obviously now she's got – so she already had a reputation of being the most powerful channeler they've seen in a thousand years who also channeled in the archers. So she's yeah. done this big thing and now everyone knows about it. Um, so he's all like, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to say I really admire you um, and please pick me as a warder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was adorable. I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> and Nadine was just like, uh, I feel really like, uncomfortable. The awkward, uncomfortable, but like almost total disgust as well. <laughs> it's great. And it kind of comes across <laughs> as like kind of cold and aloof. Yeah. Which is like the whole tower vibe. So yeah, like, she's fitting yeah. in nicely. <laughs> yeah. And you can see the little, the water trainer guy was like, oh, okay, I'll just go back to training now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I wrecked my chance. <laughs> it's very cute. I do like that scene. Um, yeah. And uh, we see Leandrin too. So Leandrin's hanging around as well. She gets some sort of note and heads straight to Liane, the keeper of the Chronicles. Uh, so she's got the most awesome outfit again because she mm. wears cool mm-hmm. outfits. And Leandrin's all like, what are you doing about these invaders? No. And Liane's like, we fucking know. Fuck off. Yeah, we're dealing with it. And then Leandrin kind of threatens her. Yeah, she, she she just does a normal Leandrin thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just being Leandrin. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's less threatening and more like, ugh, Leandrin's just, you know, fighting the powers that be and saying that she's better than everyone. Again. Ugh. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, she points out, she's like, if the Amelin falls, you fall with her. Yeah. <laughs> which, you watch out, I could make a revolt. Yeah. Which I'm I think is quite ominous. Um, yeah. Obviously, you don't think is that but, ominous. Look, I reckon that this conversation has happened like every week for the entire time both of these people have been in the tower. Okay. Like, <laughs> so it was Every time again. they're like, oh, I'm like a little bit more powerful than you. The other one will turn around and be like, just stage a revolt. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're only um, powerful because you've got friends in high places. Yeah. You know. <laughs> what happens if your friend isn't like, you know, powerful anymore? Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of that wit from Hamilton about Hamilton and George Washington. And how they're all... <laughs> must be nice. It must, yeah. be, must nice. be nice. To have Washington on your side. Yeah. Like, oh, what does he say? Something like, um, Daddy's calling. calling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I maybe it's that when I We've got that. Um... Oh, and then Leandrin has a little chat with Nynaeve and this scene is just moment. like chef's kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I think it's a beautiful scene, just like the way it works and the way the two actresses pulled it off. Like I was just yeah. like, Ooh, I just admire, admire it so good. Yeah. Yeah. So Leandrin yes. says all the right things about the yeah. trauma. Yeah. But she and how also, she's personally coping with it. Yeah, and but Landon also has more context because she went through the arches, so she kind of knows, like, she has her version of, like, what happens, so she kind of knows what happens when you go through the arches. Because um, also she has a son, and mm, so it's mm, kind of that thing. She's, that she's both got a real as tangible example. Mm. Yeah. He was probably has all the same fears as Nynaeve had about the child and thoughts. Yeah, and, and she doesn't diminish it at all. She doesn't tell her that it's not a real child. She goes... I am a mother too, rather yeah. than you aren't a mother at all. And like this is yeah. these are choices that she made as a mother and that like she was being selfish about it and she suffered. And it's like, okay, so Nynaeve doesn't didn't have to get to that stage, but they both have a similar experience where they're seeing things happen and loving someone who mm. is going to die or did die. Yeah. So, and when Nynaeve asks her, was it real or how much of it was real or something like that, Leandrin says the pain is real. Yeah, that's the important part. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does fade with time. Um, yeah, so she really kind of acknowledges that like what you went through is real to you. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, they have that nice little chat where they kind of connect. Yeah, because she tells her you find your thing that you... And when that thing dies, you find your next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and every time it hurts and every time you find a new thing. Yeah, and yeah. I suppose it's really um, because the ice that I live so long and this whole episode we're kind of seeing everyone's family um, and so when the ice that I live so long, they kind of outlive their families and those they love, which must be mm. really tough. Um, mm. And their timeline stretches as well. Like mm. if you're going to live for so long an urgent situation that's happening right now but it's only like the next two to three years might completely skip your notice whereas you're thinking in decades or centuries mm. as opposed to like now. Everything yeah, is going so maybe on it's a bit now. more difficult to connect with those people who yeah. you know, anime you about before. this long-lived elf who is regards decades and you're like, oh, yeah, it's only 50 years. It's barely an, you know, I don't really notice it but everyone else yeah. does. 
it's like because she lives for thousands of years and you so if you yeah. live that long your perception of time is very different yeah, yeah. and it changes your um idea of what's important and what's not and then mm. yeah it has an impact on your relationships and stuff yeah, yeah so it's really mm-hmm. tough um but then leandrin mentions to Nynaeve that there's come word that there's these invaders in the west and that they have captured um, uh, some Shinaran soldiers and so an Ogier and a blacksmith from the two rivers. <gasps> you gasp. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so I think, was it last episode, Helen, that you were like, that you predicted that the band's going to get back together? Well, I didn't predict it. I was like, eventually they have to. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's not a prediction, it's fact. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it seems like Nynaeve and Egwene are heading to them, maybe, maybe? Well, they've certainly decided nope. to. So Nynaeve wants to go rescue them. And I love this little scene where um, Nynaeve bursts into Elaine's room where well, Egwene and Elaine are. Alcohol. Yeah, they're having their little, like, after-work drink. And she's like, get out to Elaine. Elaine's like, um, this is my, my room. room. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's so diplomatic about it. She's like, I need my to cup wash that this I glass. Need- yeah. Oh, yeah, and this is yeah. my cup that I need to wash. <laughs> yes. And, you know, like the second she got to the other side of the door, she's like, yeah, pressed against Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just out of sight, so close enough that I can hear everything you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really like that. But then um, – and then we kind of see, we get a little bit of Egwene's motivation as well. So um, Nynaeve's just letting Egwene know that this has happened to their to parent and mm-hmm. loyal and um, that she's going to go after them because she's an accepted and she's allowed. Um, just letting you know as like a, a professional courtesy kind of thing as, as, as another woman from the two rivers with these friends. But then Egwene's like, I'm fucking coming with you, like... How dare Duh. you think I would stay behind after parents in trouble? My, our friends. Yeah. You've already lost Rand. Don't want to lose then, no one else. Yeah. And then Egwene <laughs> says, like Egwene says that the one of the reasons, like her reason for being in the tower is um, because she could have, she thinks that maybe if she had learned and she was powerful enough, she could have saved Rand. Yeah. And like. She couldn't have, but she's mm. obviously was kind of made aware of her deficits of like yeah. what was missing and and she doesn't want to be in that situation again. So she's like, no, the whole reason I'm here is to learn these things so I can help my friends. And now our friend's in danger, so let's go help them. It's like I have this power, but I didn't know how to use it. I need to know how to use it so I can do things next time. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, but Nani's more like I'm – I came to tell you so that you wouldn't think I was abandoning you. Yeah. And, like, now you're coming along and yeah. I can't do anything about it. That's great. Oh, she, oh, she <laughs> also kind of respects that. She's like, mm. yeah, okay, like I understand that because that's kind of Nynaeve's whole shtick is, like, yeah. looking after her kids. So yep. when one of her kids is like, I also – one of her kids who was going to be her apprentice is like, mm. I want to look after your kids, Nynaeve's like, yeah, okay, like, I understand. Yeah, like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair enough, yeah. So yeah. let's her come and then obviously Elaine follows them. Because <laughs> she's yeah, the no. bestest friend you can ever ask yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, you're going, going to get expelled. You need to come back because you're not allowed. Um, mm. I do. And then I do I'm going Elaine. too and then it'll be your fault and you'll feel bad about it, but I'm still your friend. Yeah. And then Leandro comes in all looming 
mysteriously spoopy and, and yeah. evil and love her. She's so good. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, she's going to be waiting at the end of the channel or something. And she yeah. was. Yeah, with a she knife. Was. And she goes, throws them against the wall and gives them all concussions. Yeah, she's Whoops. like, oh, for the record, I'm sorry about this. Bam. Yeah, yeah you, you're a complication, princess. Death. Yeah. <laughs> Death for you. So what do you think Leandrin's plan is, Helen? Um... I think she's either decided to play both sides thinking that she can win in the end. or Both she's... sides as in the dark side and the light side? Yeah. Uh-huh. And or she's um, secretly a good person who's playing the role of the bad guy or she's um, just um, she wants to, um, you know, be like um, thinks that the bad people can give her what she wants. So yeah, she's, she's like, grasping I'm still at a good person, but I'm doing solution. this to get what I want, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, in for her reasons. Mind. But isn't that kind of what what Ingtar said a few episodes ago? Of they they may be like dark friends, but they have like they might have a reason for doing mm-hmm. the things. Yeah. Do so you think Leandrin might have a reason? Yeah. Everyone's got a reason, just whether or not that reason is reasonable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, you know, just straight up selfish nonsense that, you know. So is what's Leandra going to do? Is she going to take them somewhere? Is she going to tie them up and do something to them? Yeah, this is the... I think she wants them to go because she wouldn't have told Nynaeve otherwise. Mm -hmm. But it's a kind of, if you go on your own, you're just going to get caught. So I guess I'll have to help you do this thing and get you in the place where I need you to be because I'm moving all my chess pieces but, oh, okay. oh, the princess wasn't supposed to be here, but I guess she's here now, so I have to get her along. Okay, so she's going <laughs> to take them to farm, do you think? Yeah. I don't know where she's going to take them, but she needs them out of the tower. Okay, all right. I suppose maybe we'll find out next episode. Or maybe we have to wait an extra episode. Who knows? It's not like someone hasn't watched the whole series a couple of times yeah. already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? I know. <laughs> but, you know, like last episode, we didn't have any Moraine. Like maybe there's, and the first episode, we didn't really have any Rand. So maybe every episode there's like someone missing. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh. next episode, Nynaeve's missing. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of the tower. Do we have anything else to say? And the, 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 the boys talking to Nynaeve was like, oh, I hope you don't end up red. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, reds don't take waters. That's why he's like, please don't pick red because I want to be your water and reds don't have waters. So <laughs> I kind of feel like it's being set up that she belongs with the healer people, I feel like, but she's going to go for the reds because she wants to have all the fighty powers because that was what part of in when she was in the arches, she was like, there was this vibe of if I'd stayed, I would have learned how to channel and be powerful and I could have saved everyone vibe. Mm. Helen, Helen, what if she's going to be a kaleidoscope, I said, die? Rainbow oh, colors. colors. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like she could be, but like she's going to be set up mm. that she ends up in the fighty people, but eventually f- finds her way again and goes back to the healy people. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we shall see. Are they allowed to swap Argies when they pick them? Nine Eve doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, Nine Eve's like, fuck this noise. <laughs> fuck your rules. <laughs> and that's something we don't know yet. We'll have to watch and find out or read and find out. Yeah, um, yeah so let's talk about Perrin. So um, Perrin doesn't meet up with any of his other friends. He's like, what the fuck? Um, okay, so we have to go to farm. And Elias and the wolves are taking him to farm, like following the caravan or whatever. 
Um, and we get some exposition stuff. Yeah, wolves. Yeah. So they're called Wolf Brothers. There are no wolf sisters, I guess. Mm. Not, well, not that we know of at the moment. Um, but they're wolf brothers because they're brothers. And um, they, yeah, <laughs> he's like, am I going to turn into a wolf? And Elias is like, don't be stupid. Um, <laughs> I really like that that is just shut down of like, they're not yeah. werewolves. This is not where we're going. This is something else. Like yeah. the show is just like, they're not werewolves. <laughs> yeah. And like it's it's delivered in such a way like, do I look like a werewolf to you, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've just got weird, creepy eyes. That's all. Um, mm. And then we get a little bit of uh, information about how they communicate their language. So, that, so the visions are wolf visions. And so they, like, send each other visions of, like, there's a buck here that we're going to take down. Come on, guys. Um, and Perrin's and like been a, wandering around screaming his grief into the void and yeah. the wolves are like, I'm fucking annoyed by this. Yeah. <laughs> He's so um, loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is that is interesting because, yeah, Elias says, um, oh, yeah, this wolf hopper lost his mate as it well. He say his name. Yeah, because Perrin finds out his name later, which is the most gorgeous thing, but that's Hopper. It's very cute. He's the goodest I love boy. Hopper. Hopper's love the Hopper. best. Hopper, Hopper the likes best. you. He also lost his mate. He understands your grief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopper resonates with Perrin. <laughs> yeah. And um, Perrin's like, what? And Elias is like, yeah, like, we see you've been sending your dreams of her. Like, we see everything. We know everything. And Perrin's <laughs> like, uh-huh. And I think part of that is they probably are aware that, like, Perrin killed his wife mm. and they seem to be aware of that and they seem to accept him anyway um yeah. which is interesting since Perrin is basically not telling anyone like he's so like kind of scared and that was all of like last season that he's like uh don't let anyone know that I killed my wife um I'm the worst I feel really mm. how do you even broach that topic anyway? Mm. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a real like. So it's obviously something he's been keeping kind of close to his chest and brooding over, um, and and he's trying to like deal with his grief of losing his wife and being the one who like caused it without anyone else knowing that. So, but the wolves seem to know, and they seem and it's to like oh, they know, and I don't have to like say anything. That mm. must be relief. Such yeah, relief. huge relief. <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then he gets a little vision of Hopper hopping, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I just love. I was like, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw it, I was like, it's Hopper, he's hopping. Yeah. And then um, Perrin says, Hopper, whose name's Hopper? And Elias is like, it's close enough. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, what's his actual name? <laughs> yeah, because in the books, they, um, because the communication is sendings and this is obviously like a visual representation of the sendings that it is like visions so their names aren't necessarily words yeah their names are kind of concepts Mm. um so i like that elias is like that's close enough like that's you translating it into english it's like in a way you understand Mm. yeah Um, so it's kind of pointing that out um and that's kind of well, that's kind of the wolfy stuff that we get, the parent stuff. So we get a little bit of exposition. Anything else? Any more comments on that? Yeah, so eating the meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the raw meat. And parents like cooking his tiny piece. <laughs> Elias is like chowing down. Round, big old chunk of wet raw meat. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. You'll, you'll get the taste of it soon. Parents yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. Um, but like, raw beef is actually quite nice if it's. Prepared, it would have been venison. Probably. 
I haven't had raw venison. I'm not even sure if I can get that. Have you had raw? Australia? Yeah, we can buy. You can buy venison. Um, have you had raw beef? Isn't yeah. that wagyu kind of? Wagyu is a type of cow. Like cow. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's prepared. Um, that thin slices of it's all raw. In yeah, the you middle. can get you can get it. Um, it there. There is Aaron. Google the words for thinly sliced raw beef. Sliced raw beef. It's like a. It's a actual beef carpaccio. Yes, that's sliced or pounded very thin. Oh yeah, I remember Mr. Bean eating that and trying to hide it around because he went to like a fancy restaurant and didn't realize he wasn't expecting it to. Yeah, yeah, and so he like hides it under the plant and under the placemat and stuff. And if it's like really fresh and sliced nicely, it's it's quite. Quickly, uh, wagyu. Oh, wagyu is their cattle from ancient Japan. Yeah, that have not been crossbred with foreign breeds, so they're Japanese breed. Um, but it is it's a kind of beef. It's a kind, kind of, of cow meat. Yeah. meat, and then it can be prepared any way you do. I just so. remember it being called that at the restaurant of that particular dish. Tangent. Yeah. So the wolves. The wolves. Wolves. Yeah, I do prefer this version of "Let's talk about Hopper and love Hopper." Than the ones in the book where, like, you fall in love with Hopper and then it's very sad. Oh, is Hopper gonna die? <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> oh, you, you name the dog and then you kill the dog. Is the oh, exactly really? there, is a, yeah. there is a website of Does the Dog Die? Um, yeah, yeah I know. and I think this is a fair enough spoiler to give because, like, yeah. It's a, it's a trigger warning website, that website. Um, so, yeah, it's mm-hmm. branched from does the dog die to, like, all trigger warnings. Um, yeah, trigger warning. Sorry, Helen, but now you're warned and it's the one <laughs> thing that I will give away is whether the dog dies. You don't get attached to the dog, okay? No, you get attached, attached to him. It's too late. Yeah. yeah. So Hopper, we meet Hopper and we love Hopper. He's the best, goodest doggo. Um and then I just want to have a little chat because we get also a little bit about what's happening with Min. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So she's brought um, Matt to this, some inn, um, and they're drinking and dicing and Matt's losing. Yep. And then Min goes to the innkeeper and says, um, I'm supposed to meet someone in the attic room. Like, are they here yet? Um, send them up when they when they get there. Mm-hmm. And... Then later we get the scene where Min's having a snooze. It has a really weird dreamy sequence. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so what happens, Helen? Uh, she pulled out of bed by these creepy ladies, gets forced to sit at a table, and I can't remember the thing they said to her, but something about not being able to avoid fate. Mm. And then she has all these people in front of her and she has all these visions and it's very traumatic for her. They're mm-hmm. all terrible stories. Yeah, and they're asking such sweet questions like... Are um, they going to be happy? Yeah, and like, are we, are we true love? Like, is it true yeah. love? What will I be when I grow up? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like seeing like their dreams are never going to happen. Mm. <laughs> or they turn out really badly. Yeah, those <laughs> women trauma. Those women are her aunts. Yeah, there's, there's vibe um, there. This is either her family or the people that were in charge of her growing yeah. up. Yeah, it happens very quickly, but as they're, as they're pulling her out of bed, she, she says, auntie. Um, mm. So obviously this is her, like her past. This is how she was brought up and this is kind of what she's running from, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then. Trauma dream. Yeah. And then it all stops and Ashamiel's there. And he's like, Ooh, I da, don't da, have da. a past or a future. Check me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm easy to look at. 
<laughs> yeah, easy on the eye. Yeah. Um, and he kind of, he like flickers all over the place. It's really cool. It's like there's little jumps and stuff. Mm. And he basically says, I can like turn to the dark, turn to the dark side. Um, I we can, have cookies. Yeah. I can move you <laughs> of your visions, which is what you want. And she's yeah. like, mm, mm. I don't want to help you, but I don't want my visions anymore. I'm very tempted. Yeah. And she says something like, I'm not going to help you. And he's like, oh, no, yeah. I don't want to hurt anyone. He's, like, he's like, you will. But. Like, yeah, like, it's obvious that you will. And then she's like, I don't okay, want to help you. Hurt Matt. he's like, yeah. but you might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The more that you care about someone, the more likely that you'll be in a situation where you may hurt them because mm. that's how relationships work is at yeah. some point you're going to have a disagreement mm. and people are going to get hurt. Yeah. Just like Egwene and Nynaeve stabbing <laughs> each oh, other man. with metaphorical Th- Those two knives. are just poking each other's bruises. Yeah. <laughs> Does this hurt? <laughs> yeah, like why are you hurt yeah, I don't get it uh, do you think that Min turns to the dark side Helen I would very much like her not to like this whole sequence of her going along because she can't figure out a way out and then in the end it saves Matt from whatever it is and they run away together try to run away it's like, yeah. I feel like she's the kind of person yeah. who doesn't want to do what other people keep trying to force her into that's like her whole yeah. thing yeah. Yeah, forced she's... into this role that she doesn't want. So anytime this thing comes up, it's like I, I can't. I don't want to do what you want. Just stop trying to make me be the thing you want me to be. Mm. Mm. But then she's so kind she of on like her. a slippery slope and kind of stuck. Like she has yeah. a bad choice and a bad choice. Like mm. yeah, I mean, she's mm. trying to trying to like figure out how do I get out of here alive? How do I get Matt out of here alive? We have to get out of here because no mm. matter what, you know, these are bad places. We don't want to be here. And it's kind of like yeah. they both kind of have that same thing of they don't want to be with where all these people are and this ice diet nonsense yeah. and this bug friend nonsense. We want to run away from all of this, <laughs> which I think they should. <laughs> yeah. And they're so likable because like, they're both kind of having a tough time and they've both got this trauma that they don't really talk about. They just like, they just like sass each other yeah. and have fun. Yeah. They should be able to just leave it all behind. But it's also like the kind of friendship that you know, like if like men or like either of them turned around for a minute and were like, okay, enough jokes, just like pull back a bit, the other one would be like, okay, we're sitting down. Mm. Um, Here's a mm. cup of tea and you don't have to tell me what's going on, but I am right here. Yeah. And like yeah. be there for the other person. Yeah. But at the same time, they're not going to talk about their emotions ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they yeah they're cool. So I suppose we'll see what happens with that. Mm, maybe next episode, maybe not. Who knows? I know. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's take a short break, and we'll be back soon with the rest of episode four. <laughs> We're back. So now we're into all the fun stuff. Um, so Rand, uh, what we see of Rand is that he is trying to, I don't know, clean up the mess he made <laughs> with his fire channeling. Damn, I burned down this thing and I've got to fix it. Oh, my God, I feel so bad. Yeah, and Celine's like, 
it's fine. I've got some guys coming to rebuild. It's not your fault. Man's like, it is my fault. It's like, uh, <laughs> I totally did and that. He's like, I'm not very good company. Leave me alone to brood. And she's like, why don't we go brood on top of a mountain instead? Um, It'll be extra he's like all up his no, alley. Like, oh, I love brooding. Yeah, up and he's like, heck yeah, I can stand on like a ledge with if like the a tree. sunset behind me. Be all stare into it. Be really like dramatic. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> yeah. amazing and, and talk <laughs> deep thoughts with Celine. Mm. Very deep. <laughs> Big yeah. size before finally turning away. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dramatic shadows in the exact right spot as I want them to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then smoke bomber rains there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of there. What did you think about that kind of chat on top of the mountain, Helen? Because this is before the Celine reveal. So Celine's talking about um, her ex boyfriend mm. and Rand's talking about how the wheel doesn't give you what you want. And he's sad about it. Yeah. You didn't care. You went. Oh, Were you paying scene. much attention? I wasn't paying much attention to the angst <laughs> moments either, paying. Helen. <laughs> they're having it, yeah. and I thought this is probably a good chat, kinda that they're having. But at the mm. same time, it's like uh, they're still being all. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. liked special boy. <laughs> the bit that I really liked was um, when so Celine's talking and she's starting to share about her her ex. Mm-hmm. And Rand's all like, oh, we promise no pasts. Like, yeah. it's fine. And she's this like, you're a baby. Sex. And, yeah, <laughs> you don't have she's a past. Like, it's fine. You're so young. You don't have a past. And he's all like, hey, you may be surprised. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah, like, and oh, she's like, I'm idiot. 10 million years old. <laughs> yeah, her, like, her like eyes roll back in her head. She's like, yeah, you don't. And I love her so much. You have no idea. She's yeah. just the best. And it, it does remind me because I remember going through this and I know young people as well. You hit about 22, 23 and you suddenly feel like the oldest person in the world. You've been through so much and you're so wise um, mm-hmm. and, and you say things like, I'm older than I look. Um, and it's not necessarily about like actually what you look like but that feeling of like I'm so worldly wise now. Yeah. But there's, there's no a one understands developmental stage between like becoming a legal adult at 18 and like being an adult at like 25 there's like like when you're like 22 you're like i've got past that massive hurdle of becoming an adult and i've got this like locked in now and then wait two years and turn around and be like yeah i was an idiot i did not know (laughs) and that's that's what rand's doing that's what rand's doing right now he's like oh yes but like Legit, he's like had some big like traumatic experiences. So he's all like, yeah, "Oh yes, I've happening. had experiences too." And Celine's like, "You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea." <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was really cute. Um, so let's just skip over to Moraine. So I love this. So it, this is the kind of the opening after the cold open. We have the opening to the episode, and it's Onvere who we met. Last episode? It's Lindsay so Duncan it and she's her. Rosamund Pike's younger sister. It's perfect. It's perfect costume. I looked at her as she got this this <laughs> image of her from behind this with the white hair and this old woman and she puts mm. her wig on and suddenly she's so much younger. Yeah, because yeah. it's hair colour and makeup and dressing yeah. appropriately does. And, and then I was looking at uh, I was like, oh, it's that lady from the last episode. Is yeah. It? Yeah. Yes. And then so there's no like, one's just a background character. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I really like, it's very melancholy. It's like mm. a bit like Maureen's sad bath. Yeah. Where she's there and she's kind of gets up in the morning and, and she puts has her to face like, on, pretends yeah, to be this. Keep up appearances to sit in the window with some wine. At, yeah, knows? and it's a little bit threadbare too. Mm. Like it's not luxurious, but it is the routine. Yeah. She has to stay to her routine. Because if she breaks her routine, then she'll never get back into it it's kind of vibes. Yeah, but it's also her private chambers and stuff. So you get to oh, see yeah. that kind of vulnerability a little bit. I thought mm. it was really beautiful. Mm. And she's looking at them. It looks like the, that she might be uh, an artist, like a painter, and she's done a whole bunch of paintings and stuff. Yeah, looking so at one that's like in like, progress. Looking at them thinking that, oh, is this like her family or people that's no longer around because they've all left her behind kind of vibe. Yeah. And then her little her old manservant comes in who's adorable and is like, um, um my lady, um, your your elder sister's here? And then in walks Moraine, who does not look like look like her older sister. Mm. Because she's an Isodome. Yeah. So it's that. Yeah, but kind like, of- again, perfect casting. Lindsay Duncan is Rosamund Pike's younger sister, but Rosamund Pike doesn't age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. And that was your stream of consciousness. Yeah, I got really excited. Like- yeah. You're like, Lindsay Duncan so, like, is Rosamund Pike's younger sister. Yeah, because like when she came in to the last episode, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Because um, as you know, I don't remember anyone's names. Um, and I was quite impressed with who she was being. I was like, this is awesome. Mm. And they're obviously getting more and more like interested parties from like names. And then she's the sister. And I was like, oh, excellent. This is even better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. So that's how she connects to the story. Yeah. yeah. And um, Maureen is a total bitch. He's like, yeah, I'm here for business. So Resonate cool. with that. Like the the, the, <laughs> the sister's like, really like, oh god, Moraine's here. Tea, yeah, come breakfast. come have a tea. Come Sit tell me about me, your life. Because I have no I idea why you're here, you, and I'm yeah. very awkward, and we haven't seen each other for ages. And and Moraine's just steamrolls over it all. Yeah, assumes that the I'm the older sister. I'm yeah, she's like, I things. got shit to do. I'll be back later. <laughs> yeah, I need new dress. <laughs> yeah, she goes into her old room and like looks through all her stuff. Finds her old weed. <laughs> yeah, like you touched my shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to touch my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Taking everything. Yeah. Has a new little dress and like is off on business. And then she mm-hmm. goes and visits Logan, which I love. I just love anything with Logan in it. Mm. Yeah. He's there like, being. Uh, uh, he's kind of. I think he's also kind of playing a part as well. Like he is slightly mad gentled man who called himself the dragon reborn which he kind of believes he is but then also he's like playing the part as well he's like dramatizing it a bit more he's a theater kid yeah i got that vibe i was like he's he's performing the role yeah he's Mm. picked up what he's doing and then like exaggerating it a lot because that gets it gets him more like Attention. Dessert or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, um, I am the dragon reborn, so I may as well play the part. And then all these yeah. things happen to him, so he continues um, doing Or they that. all think I'm crazy, so if I just act more crazy, then they get what they want and they leave me alone sooner. Yeah, he's like playing his own little games or something. Yeah. Um, and then Maureen like, has the, the red for him, the wine, and he's like, do you mm. think you can buy you think you can buy my love with some wine? <laughs> and she's like, no but I've got a knife and he's like oh my gosh Um, (laughs) that's what I truly want for Christmas (laughs) yes a knife just slit my throat Um, so 
when I watched this, this really hit home for me. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, my gosh, because Maureen says, no, I know what, like this is what any channeler who's been cut off from the source wants and she pulls mm. out the knife and I'm like, oh, my gosh, Maureen. Yeah. Like, yeah she's speaking from experience. That. She's like putting yeah. herself in that, yeah. In this, this is what I want but I can't because I have shit to do first and I made this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I'm giving you shit to do first as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be happy then neither can anyone else yeah, yeah. and yeah. you gotta help me fix my shit so that I can take this knife as well so you know we all get what we want yeah <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah I thought it was quite a powerful sort of episode mm. um or scene mm-hmm. with them and Metaphors. we see we see um Maureen kind of checking in with everyone so and she's the reason that he's there so she's yep. the, because we had a little talk about that, like how did he end up there? Who's his sponsor? Is he paying for himself? So it seems like Maureen manipulated things to get him to Kyrie Ann yeah, and maybe manipulated it so Rand would go there and learn or maybe Absolutely. not. It feels like she knew Rand would go find this guy almost. Mm. Um, yeah, like as he's like, tell everyone that I've died. And she's like, I can't lie. And he's like, you'll know away. And then she's like, just don't go to Kyrie Ann. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I won't. <laughs> and then just take You're not the boss the of me, Maureen. <laughs> yeah, I'll do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to carry in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's worth paying attention to what she doesn't say. Um, mm-hmm. Because later, so she basically finds all these like dead end trails and is like, fuck, and goes back home and, um, her baby sister's there waiting for her and it's like, I know exactly where you've been and I have all the information you need. And she asks. I'm the spy master. Yeah. I have I all think, the cards now. You, I'm yeah, all grown yeah, up. And bitch, I you will sit down and have tea with me. Yeah. <laughs> just want to have tea yeah. with my older sister and I had to do all of this spy work to get it. <laughs> so here we are. Um, but she asks, like Envia asks her outright, about like because she's looking for the redheaded boy Rand. Is mm-hmm. he in some kind of trouble? And Moraine just looks at her and then just changes the subject because she can't say he's not because he is. Mm. <laughs> he's in so much trouble because um, of the whole being the Dragon Reborn thing. He's always going to be mm-hmm. in trouble. Yep. Yeah, even though Onvan meant trouble with you or like. Trouble with the law. Yeah, like right at this moment, are are we urgently seeking him because he might die now? (laughs) Or, yeah. Are you after um, him to, like, arrest him? him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, is he the problem? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she's like, every interpretation of that question, she can't answer at all. She's like, (laughs) she can't even, like, willfully misinterpret what's what's been said and give, like, a shitty answer. She's just like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Just need to change the subject. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's no right answer, so uh, yeah, something else. Yeah. Although, is Rand in trouble or is he the trouble? Mm. Yeah. Point. She might be able to yeah. twist it. I could be a blue. <laughs> you could be I'm so skinny. I, I said I truly. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of no, Maureen. What she, she is kind of... It seems like there's a lot of dead ends. Like she's trying to take charge. She kind of blusters into her ancestral home. Um, that their, their uncle ruined them. Mm-hmm. Like 
they had uncle uncle ruined everything and mm. stuff and it's like um, is all like right I'm taking charge you got to find Rand and then she like goes around and she can't find Rand like all her spies are like not helping her out and then mm. she goes yeah, it's home like this and awkward finds feeling her sister has all she... the information like it's awkward feeling when she's talking to all of them they're all like well, you're a noble lady, so I guess I have to, but at the same time, you're here and it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah but is she, like, acting like someone who's come home or is she just like, I'm an Aes I'm taking over this house? Yeah, it seems like she's just coming in being the authority. Because yeah, she's, well, she's always been everywhere. She's the authority. And, mm. like, everyone else is like, yeah. well, who even are you? <laughs> yeah, and she's kind of failing at the moment. She's like... Mm. Yeah, she needs to ask her baby sister for help. Mm. Um, um, but obviously she gets the help. <laughs> um, and that, let's just hop over to Alana and Lan because at, at the end these kind of three storylines kind of tie together. Mm. So um, what we get this awesome transition. So we're with Nynaeve um, in the tower and I think it's when Egwene says it's not, it's not real, none of it's real or something, and it goes up to Nynaeve's oh, yeah, face. And, it, and then it transitions and then to Lan with his hair out and it's like that's exactly what she's thinking about. Yeah. I was like, yeah. For a minute I thought she was having memories <laughs> like because there's a child there and there's yeah, 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 remembering. Yeah. And it's like is she rem- having memories of her time all those years? Yeah, and then it like oh, it's actually zooms out. <laughs> yeah, it like zooms out and it's like, oh, no, Lance let his hair out and he's hanging out with Alana and her family, which are really he- cool. So this is another family here and this is a totally yeah. different family dynamic, mm. much yeah, more healthy Yeah, because she's never one. separated herself from her family. And there's these generations of extended family members who know her and have spent a lot of time with her and are giving her sass about how many waters she has. Yes. Um, Like, oh, great aunt, great grandma, someone is home again. Hooray, we love you when you come visit. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, there's, like, the elderly ones who are clearly younger than her Mm. and, like, disapproving because she's still running around like she's a young thing and the young ones who are, like, (laughs) There's, like, a flock of children, too, playing with with Maxim and Ivan and stuff. So, like, there's generations and, Mm. yeah, so she's got a much more healthy relationship to her family. Um, Unless she is a little bit younger and hasn't become jaded yet, like maybe she is the same age as those kind of the two ones who are sassing about where, where does the third one go. Like maybe she is their age. Maybe she no, because she's she was in the tower with Marie when they were little kids. They said so in the first season when they were doing the bed. Yeah, they were doing the thing where like it felt like they were in the tower. Yeah, you can't you can't trick us with the tricks, Erin. It feels like she's just you know she just has her shit together, kind of. Yeah, oh yeah, like she's she's able to juggle multiple priorities at once. Um, But she also doesn't seem to have incredibly like she's close with her family but not like super duper duper like this is my only sibling close um yeah there's lots of them yeah um and she talks about how moraine changed 20 years ago she turned to us what could have happened yeah what happened 20 years ago helen the fuck should i know I love that. I don't pay attention to anyone's story anyway, so it's like, what? Do you care what happened 20 years ago to turn Maureen to ice? Well, eventually they'll tell us. Yeah, you just wait and see. Like okay. it's, 20 years out. ago was when the, the prophecies started happening. Yeah, so Rand's mm. about 20 years old. 
dragon was born and Maureen, mm. you know, she got involved with all this nonsense. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Since then she's been a total bitch. And it's like they tell us backstory, but I wasn't paying attention anyway. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's not important because I'll just tell you again later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get also a little bit of um, background information about the bond and how kind of the bond works and all that stuff. So um, Lan was on Suicide Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, it seems that Alana and her warders are under the impression that Moraine has like actually ended the bond, um, as opposed to it just being masked, and now Moraine can't access the power to unmask it. Mm-hmm. It seems so. Land does reveal he like keeps a secret, but reveals that she's had the ma- the bond mask for the last six months. Um, and then Maxim says that his bond is masked. Like, yeah, so it most seems the like they yeah. all Aes Sedai are able to mask their bond, but they only do it for very limited amounts of time. So it's like I'm going to visit your wife for sexy times. Exactly. So it's it's only for like a couple of hours at once, not for any extended period of time. Whereas Lance had his bond masked like for a really long time because Maureen's a sneaky bitch, um, and. So has Max. Young Snackwater was like, yeah, like my my default is masked and only comes unmasked when we're doing sexy times or we're in battle and like we kind of need to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so it seems and I'm like weird and when, I know it. <laughs> it seems like when the bond is masked, the warders actually kind of lose something. Or they yeah, lose kind of like the same thing of having it being broken and being masked is very similar. Yeah, because hmm. Maxim says, I thought I was the only water who could go that long. And mm. we did have in the previously on the Wheel of Time, we flashed back to last season with Steppen yeah. and, and that whole thing. So it, obviously it's traumatic for the waters to lose the bond and it's also difficult for them to have it masked as well. Yeah. Probably the other way around. They get so used to having someone else in their head and being able to just like wordlessly communicate that when it's gone, it's like they've lost their inner mono- 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 monologue. Monologue. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been doing so well with my words. Yeah. <laughs> the cliff happened. It's dead. Now yeah. we're bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we obviously really rely on the bond and they mm. feel yeah. important to them. But, like, does that lead to the whole maybe if they spent more time masked, um, the waters would deal better if their Aes Sedai passes or has mm. to separate? Yeah. Um, so maybe if Alana were to suddenly die and um, Maxim had the bond masked, maybe he would survive whereas Ivon maybe wouldn't. But they'd have what if they other. die when the bond isn't masked? Does that mean that they experience their death? Maybe. Oh, that's creepy. I don't like this line of thought. That's something that Alana said was it's like, I don't know if she was talking about Steppen or like if it was the last season or this season, said it's like he's swallowed her death. Yeah. To have that happen. Yeah. Mm. And yes. Yes, it's all all very interesting. Um, And then we have, so Alana um, totally violates Lan by having Maxim look through his bags and find the poem. It's like, it's nothing the poem sacred. and they all immediately know straight away what it's about. Yes, they're like, oh, no, Manfi's been released. And then we get the really cool 
um, poem reading. So meanwhile, Rand is on top of the mountain with Celine and they're not sleeping in the hut. They're sleeping on the very edge of the cliff. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, oh, is there no hut? And then it does a pan out and there's a hut there. I was like, oh. Yeah, but where's the most picturesque, like, angsty moment to lie down on? It's at the edge of the cliff. Yeah, (laughs) so they've built a fire and they've, like, fallen asleep or something. Um, And then Ram wakes up and there's a fade there attacking him and then he has to, like, rescue. He's not bad. He's not good with the sword yet, so he gets bested with the sword and then he goes, Celine, I will protect you and does the fire channeling. Yeah, Yeah, he uses his power pecs to save the day. Yeah, and if you actually, so you probably didn't because it's the first time watching it, but having watched it a few times, if when you watch Azran channels and he's all like, channel, burn the fade, Celine's just behind him quite calmly watching. And then it's not until the fate is dead that she rushes out going, oh, no, you can channel, meh, 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 meh. So it seems to me like this whole kind of scenario has kind of been engineered. Hmm. Yeah, or she's just gone, oh, like, of course, someone's gone and sent a fate on him. Um, And she's watching to see if he can handle it. And if he can't, she'll step in. But otherwise, she's just going to let him be the dragon so that she can finally do the... She does um, a damsel. Yeah, and then he's in love and she wins the day and manipulates the shit out of the situation. Yeah. Because that's who she is. Oh, I'm scared. Oh, but you're not a monster. Yeah. Now let someone in. Oh. I am a monster too. Yeah. So so he, she's all like, oh, no, ah, ah. Um, and then he's like, okay, I'm going. And she's like, where are you going? <laughs> like, yeah, calling her back. The, 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 yeah, the way it changed like that. She did over-dramatic, terrified, and then she's back yeah. to normal. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, where are you going? And he said, well, um, when men who channel can go mad, they kill the ones they love first, so I'm going to go far away. And she's like, oh, my gosh, do you love you me? Love me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, so shook by the, like, the like, to turn, like it's turned. And he's just like, um, and then she's like, oh, my God, I love you too. Yeah, so she she like brings him into the hut and like ties him to the bed and is all like, I'm a monster too. And he's like, um. And that's when, yeah, everyone's like starting to read the poem over him and they have the like bit where they superimpose the like bloody demon standing up and like Lampy is doing like the same thing. She legs leans upwards. Yeah, yeah, upwards. like her arms forward, and the, the bloody demons doing that yeah, pose like, with the arm oh, forward. No, the so big lean. long dark hair, just like what she's got. Yeah, yeah, they're so like good. hammering it home. They're like, it's her, it's her. Yeah, do you so see it? Do you see that it's Lampier. her? Yeah, she's a witch. <laughs> and then, and then, ka-ching, straight through the the heart. <laughs> There is a sword. Yeah, like there's a half a second where I was like, is that her thing that she has knives grow out of her body? Oh, wait, she got stabbed. <laughs> is that her <laughs> she was about to do something and the whole thing where she was all bloody. So it was like, <laughs> I, she, 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 is she going to like her whole cat chest cavity going to open up and it's going to be like a knifey monster? <laughs> it's all just teeth, teeth all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it felt like was going to be happening. Like she going to just yeah. eat him straight up yeah. and it's like, oh, oh. Oh, it's yeah. See, this is oh, my favorite episode for a reason. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, all this. But it turns out Marie just got there just in time. So Marie yeah. stabs her, and so it seems she's like she snuck into the room and picked up Rand's sword and unsheathed it, and then stabbed Lampia while they're busy, and then yeah. slices her across the throat. Rand gets covered in blood. He's like, "What?" 
the fuck is going on? Yeah, he's like, I'm having a really awkward boner right now and I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, and then um, (laughs) so he like slams Maureen against the wall like, you fucking killed my girlfriend, what the fuck? And she's like, it's fucking land for you. And he's yeah, like, that's what? not your girlfriend. She's a witch. Yeah, <laughs> let's what? go. What? What? And like the poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. And they and they run away. They escape. And then the best bit. It pans back to Lanvia, and she has like there's like these black things that go across her like the whites of her eyes, and then she blinks. Yeah, it's real creepy, and I love. Yeah, it's like yeah. she's this sort of smiling corpse, and then yes, she back to life, and it's like ooh. Mm. Yeah, and, and like Lorraine says, not- she's like, because he's like, you killed her, and she's like, like she's- I couldn't ever kill her because she's Lanfear. Yeah. So Moraine can't lie. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. says that I can't lie to you. <laughs> she can, <laughs> and she's <laughs> not dead. So yeah, maybe that's her. So rather than her special power being knives, her special power is <laughs> coming back to life. Yeah, the not deads. Um, I think it's especially creepy because she doesn't like jerk awake or anything. It's like she just sort of goes, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like waking up in the morning, oh, I fell over. Oh, I guess I'll get up. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, that bitch stole my boyfriend. I gotta go get him now. <laughs> yeah. Now I gotta go. I'm gonna stab her so much harder than she stabbed me. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it's a very exciting ending. Um, any, any more comments about, I think, um, Lamp is your favourite, Caitlin. Oh, uh, like she's up there with villains I love to hate. Um, just amazing. I, you know how like in the bit when the snack waters get the poem out and they're like, did you reckon Land knows? And they're like, oh, he can't possibly. Otherwise he'd be like scouring for Moraine. Um, oh, he knew. He knew. And he's manipulating the shit out of the, the Alana and that being like, yeah, go find my Moraine for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. And because... Like, Moraine told him before she left, she said, mm-hmm. um, Ashamiel's out and he's releasing the other Forsaken mm-hmm. and I'm dipping. And then... And Lan and goes, I can't help you because, like, angst and I'm going to go raise an army of ice and Yeah, die. but he's stolen, <laughs> he'd already stolen the poem but he hadn't read it yet. He just, like, yeah. pocketed it. So obviously later he'd read it and been like, mm, this is obviously something to do with... What Marines like, like, read don't this. I quite and now... understand what this means, but someone else will. <laughs> oh no, he straight up understands what it means and went to make an army. Mm-hmm. So like he's been pretending this entire time and manipulating right. um, everyone else, like Moraine this is what does. We kind of thought it was like he's an he's evil genius. Gonna, because <laughs> he was like, "Well, you're not letting me help you, but I'm gonna do it freaking anyway." Yeah, I'm yeah do it he in does this it the way. exact way that she does it. it. Yeah, mm. perfect. Yeah, ride or die, friend. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is exciting episode. Yeah. So now we're halfway through. So join us next week to see if any of the things that we talked about happen. Dun 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 dun. dun. Um. So we have a Discord. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We're on Threads now as well, and we're on Blue Sky. Um. Or you can email us. We're, like, everywhere. So you can find all the links to all of those things in the show notes. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a review because that really helps us out. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. (laughs) 